This is an ABC podcast. Hi, friends. How are you going? My name is Ruby, and welcome to News Time. Hey, Ruby. Hi. This is a show where every week we look at five fantastic news stories from right around the world. Today, we'll be talking about what Harmony Day means. And we'll be learning about the return of some precious treasures. We'll hit the surf and head into the bush to see how it's going after the black summer bushfires. And finally, we'll meet one of your relatives. But they might not be who you expect. What do you think? Should we get into it? Yes, I'm ready. For sure. Yep, for sure, chicken doll. Let's do it. Story number five. Aussie wildlife has been doing it tough these last few years. Droughts and bushfires have made things difficult. People have no water and they don't survive, even animals. Droughts are like when it gets hot in the desert or something and then the water runs out, it all dries out and it can be really dangerous for animals and people. But not too long ago, the weather forecast changed and it's been bucketing down. All this rain we've had has been a big relief for the plants, for the animals and for us humans too. This afternoon we got very heavy rain and I enjoyed it. We dove and jumped in the puddles and got muddy and wet so we had a bubbly bath. Most plants love the rain because it helps them grow. All the animals I would imagine would be incredibly happy. Flowers are blooming, birds are singing and... In New South Wales, huge flocks of green and yellow budgerigars, thousands of them, have been taking to the skies. I want those flowers to stay alive and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Woohoo! I like birds. That's good. Uh, we have a budgie and his name is Zeus and he, he's just wanting to fly at the moment. Is that Zeus I hear squawking in the background? It's great to see our beautiful plants and animals bouncing back after such a tough time. All right, now let's bounce on over into... Story number four! When you go to a museum, what kind of things do you see? Dinosaur bones and and T-Rex bones. And if I had a dinosaur in my land and it died, I would take it out and put it in the museum so everyone could see... Stuff that made history or stuff like old animals and stuff and cool artefacts. That's right. Museums are full of artefacts. An artefact is something a person has made. Some artefacts in our museums are really old and they were made by Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people thousands and thousands of years ago. In the past... Indigenous artefacts just like those were taken away from people who made them and sent around the world to be studied and put on display in museums. It's not nice. That's like taking your favourite toy away from you. I would feel very sad and say, hey, give that back now. I'm going to tell my mother about that. Nowadays, more people understand that Indigenous objects belong to Indigenous communities. And now... Some people have set up a project to give these artefacts back. So far, hundreds of things have been returned to the places they belong. 
All right, now we're heading even further back in time with... Show number three. Let's talk about our relatives. Relatives are people that we're related to, like brothers and sisters, cousins, aunts and uncles, grandparents. But when scientists who study different species of animal talk about relatives, they mean something different. When two species are related, that means their DNA, the building blocks that make them what they are, are similar to each other. So tell me, which animals do you think humans are related to? Uh, monkeys. Monkeys, because we evolved from monkeys and apes. Spot on. As a species, humans and apes are very close relatives. Do you think we might have any animal relatives that swim? Fish? Actually, no, not fish, because we don't have a tail. Well, believe it or not, scientists think we might be related to a fish. A big, scaly fella called the Australian lungfish. They live in rivers in Queensland. How on earth do you think we could be related to an animal that's so different to us? Well, um, that starts with the air. Because it has lungs, not gills. Yep. Most fish use gills to breathe underwater, while mammals, like us humans, use our lungs to breathe air. But the Australian lungfish is a bit of a weirdo. It has lungs and gills. That means it can breathe water or air, depending where it is. Pretty clever. That is so cool. So it's got like two different ways of breathing. It's invincible. It sure seems like it. Lungfish have lived on Earth for millions of years. Scientists reckon the Aussie lungfish DNA could be the missing link between the fish with gills that existed a really long time ago and animals with lungs, like humans, walking around on Earth today. Never be able to go fishing again. <laughs> Never think of it the same way. I'm catching a tiny me. OK, now let's paddle downstream towards the beach. Story number two. Story number two. <sighs> Can you smell that salty air? Can you hear those big crashing waves? Oh, it's the perfect beach day. I love to swim. I like to play in the sand dunes and in the waters. Sometimes my dad drags me in the water and I get water in my nose, so I sniffle it out. The beach is a lot of fun and it's important to stay safe while we hang out there. That's where the surf lifeguards come in. Well, lifeguards, they usually wear uh, fluorescent colours or sometimes yellow and orange. If you're drowning in a river or something, they'll help you take you to shore. They plant flags. They dive in and save people's life. I love lifeguards. One surf lifeguard named Warren Young has been keeping swimmers safe on the Gold Coast in Queensland for 47 years. That's almost half a century. Warren was the chief lifeguard and that means, as well as helping people at the beach, he helped all the other lifeguards too. Surfing and saving people, he's saying, stay there between the legs, please. What are some of the ways that we can help lifeguards by staying safe at the beach? Promising lifeguards and staying near, near the flags and also it's very important to stay with our mum and dad. Great tips. And thanks for all your hard work, Warren. 
And just like that, we are up to our lucky last story. Story number one! This week is Harmony Week, which is a time to celebrate people from all different cultures living side by side. That's great. That's a great yeah, idea. that's good. It's yeah. really good. It's a week of harmony where you get together and do harmony. There are people from lots of different cultures here in Australia. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures, Asian, European and African cultures. Australia is a very multicultural place. I have a friend at school called Stefan and he comes from India and that's a different culture. Oh yeah, my friend Goss, he is, um, he's Greek and one of my friends is Korean. Even though we all come from different places and have different traditions and maybe even speak different languages, everyone is welcome here in Australia. Harmony Week is all about celebrating the ways that multiculturalism makes Australia a better place. Happy Harmony Day! Happy Harmony Day! Happy Harmony Day! And that, my friends, is the end of this week's countdown. Thank you all so much for your help this week. I couldn't have done it without you. I'm off to find some fresh new stories for next week's countdown. Happy Harmony Week! Thanks, Ruby. Bye! See ya. Bye! See you later. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. If you like listening to stories about science, check out Imagine This. It's a podcast all about big questions like How is the Earth made? Why do stars twinkle? And where does our poo go when we flush it down the toilet? Download the ABC Kids Listen app or tune in on your favourite place for podcasts.